Hello and welcome back to the Pick Up Your Cross Daily Podcast with your host, Trainer Mitch, where we get spiritually fit on a daily. So uh, today I wanted to go back to the Old Testament in Deuteronomy 32. So Deuteronomy 32 is a very long chapter. And again, I'm not going to really cover the whole thing, but uh, I'm just laying out the uh, the other gods, so the lowercase g's, right? So it's big G versus little g. So that's the main thing that I'm trying to put across here is the spiritual warfare that's happening. Uh, there's always the fight for us, right? They are fighting for our worship and our love, and in the end, we all know who loses, but... Um, the, the, the realization that there are other gods besides the Most High Yahweh is very important because it helps you understand why things happen in the world and why we make certain choices that we make and why maybe something really bad happened to you or maybe you made a really bad choice and you were being deceived or... You know, there's just a lot of negative things that happen in the world. It's a lot of stress, um, especially if you are, you know, somebody that claims to be, you know, a Christian or that lives a certain type of lifestyle. Uh, even somebody that is, you know, very strong in their beliefs about spirituality or whatever. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. If you are living outside of the norm, there's scrutiny. And you get persecuted for just being who you are by, by the people who, you know, have no real room in saying things about you or whatever. But, so long story short, a lot of the times where that negativity and that bad energy comes from is the lowercase g's. Because remember, they were cast down here after the war in heaven. And they basically like, had free range down here. They were the gods that had all the power. And if we remember from Genesis uh, chapter 6, 1 through 4, they mated with daughters of man, and that's where the giants came from. That's where the Nephilim came from. And there's a lot of different history books about that. Um, so they, they basically created their own bloodline, and that's why... God is very specific in his bloodlines and the uh, genealogy of certain people because of all of the, the mixing of bloods. Um, so that's like a very important thing to remember too. And that, that helps to prove why certain things happen. Um, and I'll probably talk about some of the wars and stuff that happen um, where that's just like brutal and like a lot of like, um, total devastation happens to cities. Um, so we'll talk about that later. But so back to Deuteronomy 32 here. You got to read it to really grasp the whole thing. So Moses basically downloads this message from God and talks to all the people. And he's basically scorning them and saying, like, you know, you chose other gods before me. And there is no other things before me. I'm the one that creates everything. I do this. I do that. 
nobody helps me, I do it all. Like, that's God talking. Um, because all these other gods, they don't have the same capabilities. Um, so I think the first time it mentions uh, the lowercase g is in verse 12 there. Uh, so the Lord alone did lead them. And there was no strange God with them. So just another thing that he said, like, there was no strange God with me whenever I led the Israelites out of Egypt. You know, that's back in Exodus. I didn't have any help. It was all me. There's no strange gods. Um, and then later on, uh, talks about the bulls of Bashan a little bit, mentions some things there. Uh, so there's some references uh, with that. And then they provoked him to jealousy with strange gods. With abominations provoked they him to anger. Uh, they sacrificed unto devils, not to God. To gods whom they knew not. To new gods that came newly up, whom your fathers feared not. Talking about um, like uh, your fathers of old didn't fear these these lowercase g's because they knew of Yahweh. They knew of the God. Um, so yeah, it's just very interesting to get this worldview perspective. Um, if we really dive into this from, a, from the perspective of an, of an Israelite and really be there instead of like with this modern worldview of what this could mean, you have to really go back in time and try to understand what's being said here. Uh, because a lot of people don't think that there's other gods. And it's all through the Bible that there is. So it's not like this belief of, uh, what's it called, whenever you, when you believe in multiple gods, polygamy, or that's not, that's multiple partners. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. You'll have to look that up later. Um, but if you know what I'm talking about, the belief in, in multiple gods. Um, there's a word for that. can't remember it. But you can believe in multiple gods, but you can still believe that there is only one true God, the Most High. Um, because I think I also mentioned in Psalms 82 that it talks about the congregation of gods, the sons of gods, that uh, God was talking to. And he was talking about judging them and everything um, and saying that they will all die like men. So knowing that there are other gods because it is in the Bible, you just have to read it. That's, that doesn't mean that you are worshiping or giving power to them just by acknowledging their existence. You have to acknowledge fact, or you have to acknowledge that those things are real. It's not that you're like worshiping them. Um, so I think there's like some big um, struggles there with a lot of traditional Christians that uh, don't want to believe in other gods. They usually say that these are just like, you know, a deity or an idol or like a golden calf. You know, people were just worshiping these inanimate objects. Why would they do that? Why would they, why would they go from watching a pillar of fire and a cloud guide them through the desert to then worshiping an inanimate object that, doesn't, that does nothing? No, they wouldn't do that because those things had power. There, there was other gods that took um, refuge into the objects or that were there with them. Um, so they didn't just worship these inanimate objects. They were actual things and other creatures that have power here on this earth uh, or at least 
give illusions that they have power here. Um, so yeah, so give that a read. The whole chapter 32 really lays out a lot of different concepts with um, the, the inheritance, uh, the separations of bloodlines, the worshiping of other gods, um, and a lot of different things with that. Uh, so just wanted to lay that out, wanted to mention that. Um, it's a very important chapter in the Bible, especially when it comes to the, the unseen realm, the supernatural warfare, uh, the spiritual warfare, uh, the worshiping of other gods, uh, all those things and why it's valid and why it's important to know it in today's world because we bear a lot of stress. We bear a lot of anxiety. We bear a lot of things uh, in this modern lifestyle that we live. Um, and there's a lot of negative things that exist. There's a lot of evil out there. Uh, if, if you don't know that, there is um, like a lot of evil, very evil things that exist out in the world. Um, you know, I'm into a lot of conspiracies, but we won't go there in this podcast. <laughs> That's for the other podcast. Um, but yes, so a lot of that evil comes from the thoughts of man and from the provoking of these other gods and the deceptions that exist there. Um, so yeah, we have protection, which is through Jesus Christ and Yahweh and the one true God. Uh, all you got to do is pray to him and ask him, uh, protect me uh, from these things. Um, evil, protect me from evil. Uh, that's in the uh, the Lord's Prayer. Uh, the Lord's Prayer is like a template in my mind. So <clears throat> I can like, you can use that to kind of like pull out certain lines and like really pray about one thing. Um, you know, whatever. Um, but anyways, I digress. So that concludes today's podcast. Uh, so don't forget to bear your cross today and really get out there in the world and try to see things differently. So everything that I talked about today, use it to see things differently and how it could be from a benevolent force or benevolent. Benevolent, I think, is the right word there. Evil, from an evil force. Right. So being able to identify evil easier and quicker, that's our discernment um, with this knowledge. Okay? So that being said, have a great day, and I hope you tune in next time.